0: That's my signature, it is a beautiful day yeah? yes. and uh, I think uh, you know I'm, I'm from Zimbabwe eh? so rugby has never been a thing for me but soccer <laughs> but since I came in here and uh, I'm getting closer eh? <laughs> very soon I'll be a very 100% poker <laughs> But Thank you eh? Thank you for coming And uh, I feel like I'm like Jesus yeah. uh, You know Jesus talked about money And you know, I remember the first time That He went To the temple And when he went to the temple He realized that the people attend the temple of God as a house of feasts. And he began to turn the temples upside down and uh, saying, you have turned my father's house into a temple of thieves." But then Jesus says, my father said, this shall be, house, uh, house shall be called a house of prayer but they are telling it into a den of thieves and he began to toss out the tables and in that in that moment, you know, he angered the people and also the priests, can you imagine? The priests that were even they were also angered by his action and they look at him and they say, oh, this is just a son of a carpenter. what is he doing? Here? that was his strength, that he was no, no eh? So that's what I'm saying also from here, you know, when you begin to talk of money, uh, you know you have to have a bachelor degree in commerce or in, uh, finance or in, I don't know this uh, I don't know this big name, uh, forgive me, but I'm, I'm, I'm just going to talk about finances and according to what I understand, which is the of uh The Word of God. That I'm learning because I didn't have money to go to the university to learn about money. But thank God, this Bible, this book talks more about money. And if you realize that a lot of people have adopted it, they are ways of doing business from it. Amen. Amen. Let me just start from Malachi chapter 3 verse 8. If you can just put it out of the screen there or not, I'll just read it from here. I'll read it from verse 8. Malachi chapter 8, chapter 3 from verse 8. Will a man to rob God? Yet you rob me. But you ask, how are, you, how are we holding you in time that offer you? You are under a curse, you own nation, because you are holding me. Then you ask yourself, how are we holding God? Or how, does, how do we rob God? Or how does this come into our finances? Yet the Bible says, everything that is in the world belongs to who? To God, eh? Everything belongs to who? To God. Thank you for that. Everything. (laughs) I like it when we begin to participate. eh? Everything belongs to who? To God. belongs to whom? To God. To, God. to God. We are clean on that yeah? So what does it mean? God has made us a steward. Remember the scripture we read about today. It, yeah? He it says there were three men. A part of three men. Some was given five, another two, another one. So you realize that when we are talking about financing, we only give back what God has given us. So if we try now to confuse the two that I'm working, I'm working myself here, then we, we, we finances and, and, and church and all together if you still believe in life. He said, I get this man
1: this one was given five,
0: another one, two, another one the other one, the, the one way five, and Lord he said, okay fine I'll make a plan so that this can increase but the one way, just one he said, I ah, know, I'll just keep on this one I'll just keep it for me, I'll just keep it. I know he's a hard But we realize that we only return to God what he has given us mm-hmm. we only return to God what he has given uh. us and then, talking about money, we cannot talk about money and not talk about who we are in Christ can you just put it uh, on the screen Um, 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9 because we need to know who we are in Christ then that will take us closer to understand finances or about money Let me find uh, First, First, Peter, chapter, chapter two, verse nine. I read, but you are chosen. You are chosen people, a royal priesthood, a royal nation. God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness and a wonderful light. Once you were, you were not a people but now you are the people of God. Once you, once you had not received mercy but now you have received mercy. When we are talking about finances, we need to know that also we are a chosen people. We belong to a father who owns everything. You see, when, when, when the father owns everything, you've got a father who owns everything. You also have the right also to give someone something, because you have it. So, we need to know also that we are chosen, we belong to Jesus, we belong to a family that is royal. belong to a family that is r- r- loyal. I will read from from 1 Corinthians chapter 7 I'm still talking about wanting to see who we who are in Christ. Verse 23, chapter 7, verse 23. 23. You were bought at a price. Do not become slaves of human beings. You know, the issue of money. Jesus also had to pay a price for us. You are not just an ordinary person. Something that will be paid for you to be who you are. So if we understand who we are in Christ and how much we are worthy, it will allow us to understand the matters of money that are not just a nobody. You know, it's, it goes further As you know, when, 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 when you go to buy something, whether it's your shoe or whatever you're going to, you're not just going to go there and just buy for the sake of buying. You're buying with a mind that when I put on this, I'm going to look different. That was how Jesus put his life for you. It was a price. Remember, there is not, no money that could would have ever bought my life. But Jesus laid his life to the point that nothing today can ever buy you. We've got cultures that people will Lobola, we say we are buying. But you can never buy the person. If you, have, if you think of it, beating, you see, before you knew it, you are in prison. That shows that you don't owe anyone. You don't own anyone. But why am I saying this? I am just saying this so that we, we understand who we are in Christ. And to know that we are expensive, we are just just not ordinary people. We were bought with a price. In the morning, there were a lot of scriptures that we were were there, but. Uh, I'm gonna go through some of them. Um, that's where I'm, I'm, I think I'm, really, I'm gonna go into the issue of money. Money matters. But I was just saying the, in the beginning that we understand who we are in Christ. That will allow us to understand the issue of money. But I'm. going to a read from the book of of Matthew Matthew 19 probably next time I'll get an iPad so that it will be just <laughs> open the scriptures for me. yeah I found it Matthew 19 verse 16 Jesus then, a man come, came up to Jesus and asked, teacher, what good thing must I do to, to get internal life? Why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied, there is only one who is good. If you want to enter, enter life, keep the commandment. Verse 18, which one? Which one? He inquired. Jesus replied, You shall not mend, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not give false testimony. Honor your father and your mother, and love your neighbor as yourself. The rich young man responded, All this I have kept. The young man said, What do I still like? Jesus answered, If you want to to be perfect, go sell your position and give to the poor. And you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. You know, as I was reading this part of the scripture, I realized that the issue of money is not based on what you do. but it's based on your salvation. You know, these man responded and said, everything I've done. No. What Jesus said to him, he responded, everything I've done. But the issue of money, if you're not saved, it's a different issue. You need to be saved to understand money matters in the kingdom. This young man, in his ways, he was right. He followed everything. But the issue of the matter I are mean you saved? Because if he, if he was saved, he could see the importance of salvation, of serving, of being a servant. The whole issue was not about him selling all his possessions so that he can enter the kingdom. It was saying give him money, but it, it does not mean that you sell everything and he's saving money. But it is about salvation of your heart. There is a difference in doing things as traditional counsel and doing things as being saved. When you are saved, you do things of the spirit. We become spirit, children of the spirit. But if you still do things in as culture or as religion, there are some things that cannot come out of your heart. You cannot give, you cannot do anything. Because you are still bound in religion. Until salvation comes, then you are able. To understand when Jesus said, give everything that you have. Because to our physical mind, if I say someone who is in the physical, give what you have. You now I've got only one car. The only thing that you think is the position that he has at that moment. But sometimes it could be a time that you need to give. So we need to understand that the thing that needs to change in us so that we may be able to understand the things of, of financing is our heart. Because the moment that someone begins to speak about giving and if we are not yet saved It beca- that person becomes an enemy. Because you might think because he's talking about me because I hate him. I will read another part of the scripture. The issue of money is a—it is an issue. <laughs> Amen. Matthew twenty-six. Here we see um, Matthew twenty-six verse fourteen. We see a Judas Iscariot agreed to betray Jesus because of of money. One of the twelve the one called Judas Iscariot went to the chief priest and asked what are you willing to give me if I deliver him to you? So they counted out for him 30 pieces of silver. You know, to show you that uh, money could not change, could not buy the life of Jesus Christ. Even in his understanding, he thought money was everything that can change my life. But then if you go down, he retain the money. Why am I saying that? I'm saying this to show us that sometimes we think everything is about money. We can solve issues with money. Some issues that needs money. But you cannot. When it comes to the things of God, you cannot put money in front without putting Jesus in front. I will, re- I will just say something also in the book of Acts in Acts chapter 5 we see also Ananias and Sapphira they agreed that we are saved a piece of land that we own and uh, we're going to give back what we, we sell the land for but after they have done everything they realize that oh, we've got money here. We just gotta give just a little, you know. But is the Bible then tells us when they apply the Peter, Is that what you've got all from all that you've sold? They said yes. The Bible says immediately he died. Then you ask, money is it? Is it is? We see that money is an issue when it comes to God. Because the Bible says, how has how the devil filled you so that you can lie against the Holy Spirit? So Jesus is also, God is also interested in money. Amen. As I reach to the end, let me just say this. Jesus was walking down and there was a man called Zacchaeus in the book of Matthew. The Bible tells us that as he was passing through, Zacchaeus wanted to see Jesus. And he went down went up the tree the bible says when 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 jesus approached he said zacchaeus come down i'm going to go to your house when he when they reached into his house immediately he says god jesus i'm gonna give what i have everyone that I've stolen, I'm going to give him back. Then Jesus said to him salvation has come into your heart. In the beginning I said the issue of money in the kingdom of God is about salvation. You need to be saved to understand the Bible tells us, John 3, 16, we all love the scripture, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. We need to be saved to understand. You know that's why this topic, when you talk to unsaved and believers, they tell you, the pastors are taking your money. <coughs> See your pastor is driving and the city is raised, and you what? <coughs> so you understand that the things of money is about the heart. Thank God, dear, we don't use enticing words so that people can breathe. People can pay. You know, it says with we got something. says, No, know, we are by this by this, we're feeling. But do you realize that in this time, people are using enticing words, doing a lot of stuff for people to, to give their money. But the bottom line is we need our hearts to be saved. Jesus said to Zacchaeus, today salvation has come into your house. Yes. I didn't, I don't know the conversation that was there. Jesus was just a son of a company for him to convince someone who knows about money and release money. Just like that. It's just the word of God that can change, that can solve the issues of man in our lives, in the church, in our homes. I don't know what he said in that house, but what I know is he said in his words, in the Bible says, See, now, I give. Because when salvation has come into your house, sure. when salvation has come into your house, there's something that you release, yes. that you have kept for so long. Thank God we have this time of generosity. We have given that we're kept in our house. But thank God of salvation, they are being released. Even as I come to an end, if if you feel in, and and you feel in your heart that like God, I need you to come to, into my heart. I want to be like Zacchaeus who responded and said, Lord, I'm giving. <coughs> Probably it's not money, but it is time. The time that you say, Lord, this is my time. I'm giving to you. Probably it was difficult for the past few weeks, you know. You didn't understand what should I give to the Lord. But tonight... You can be a day that you can say, Lord, no. I'm standing down this. Even as the praise of the Lord come, you know, as we enter into a time, I you know. Yeah. You
1: know, it really is an attitude of the heart. And um, when we were in worship earlier, I would waiting for the worship team to get ready. Um, we were praying and, and um, I was reminded of a story that I shared with some of you. Can we stand? You guys look so relaxed over there. Was it my stage? Huh? <laughs> um, I was reminded of a story and I shared it with the guys. But... Um, Probably all of you guys or most of you are too young to know a time when uh, when there used to be a guy with a bicycle and he used to ride in the neighborhood and uh, ring a bell and they get ice cream. I do, I remember and there was a, and there used to be guys who have a wheelbarrow, and they used to sell fruit and vegetable. And I grew up in Malabar. My uh, grandfather's name So he was a a Hindu man that very late in his life came to know Jesus. But what they would do is, these guys would come past my house and ring the bell. And they would stay there. So normally they'd just ring it and keep going and whoever came out would buy. But at my house he'd stop and ring this bell. And he'd wait until I came out. And I, I must have been about five or six years old. I'd go out and take whatever I want and leave. And he wouldn't he wouldn't ask me to pay for it or anything like that. But uh, he had the confidence that my grandfather would come and settle the bill. Mm-hmm. And I had the confidence that I could take whatever I want mm-hmm. and my grandfather would settle the bill. Mm-hmm. And you know, the bill for us has been settled. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we behave like it hasn't, you know. We don't have the confidence that God is who He said He is, and that He will do what He said He will do. So tonight, I want to encourage you, you know, even as we heard from Joe, that it's an attitude of the heart. As we turn our hearts to God, and we say, despite the wind and the waves of my circumstances, maybe it's... Uh, you're busy writing tests or you're preparing or finances or you're dealing with a traumatic situation in your life. I want to say to you that in, in everything God is more than able. And he and he he is our father. He's our in my his grandfather that'll come that has already fit the bill for us. So tonight as we worship just Come forward, spread out. There's lots of room for us to dance and just to wait on the Lord. And, uh, you know, um, we also said earlier that well, I was remembering a scripture that it's not by might, it's not by power, but by my spirit. So let's allow the Holy Spirit to minister to us tonight, to speak to us, to change us from the inside out. Okay, guys.